Welcome to the Congressional School Podcast, where we chat with our community about topics that interest you. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Congressional School Podcast. I'm Alice Penn, Director of Marketing and Communications, and joining me today is Maura Rice, Junior Kindergarten Lead Teacher. The topic of today's podcast is the importance of reading in early childhood and beyond. So welcome, Ms. Rice, and let's begin by talking about why reading in early childhood is so important. Thanks, Alice. So I vividly remember my father saying to me as a child that reading is the key to life. And he always said it would open up doors, literally and figuratively, in my life. And that has always stuck with me as someone who loves reading and spends so much of my day reading to children and discussing different elements of stories and books. I know this is true, that reading really is the key to life. Having access to information through print is just an essential part of life and a skill that all children will need and will benefit from. So what are some of the benefits of reading? Uh, It's just so crucial. It encourages imagination. It stimulates our creativity and expands our understanding of the world. Um, But reading doesn't just have to mean reading to oneself. Especially in early childhood, it's so incredibly important to read to our children. Um, Because reading promotes their language development and their love of language from birth onwards. Babies can pick up on rhythm and cadence and tone. They learn the sounds of their caregivers' voices, and they can hear if we say something kind of in a sing-song tone or if we say something loudly or quietly, and they start to recognize those sounds. So these very early days of reading to a baby have a significant impact on their brain development and their language development skills. They can hear patterns in our speech, and language is developing um, its roots in your baby's brain before they can even talk themselves and before they even lift their head on their own, they're, they're taking it all in. As babies grow and their eyesight develops more, they can see pictures and objects in front of them. So at first it will be black and white and then they're going to see more colors and shapes of objects and they become things that young babies actually recognize. And they're kind of storing these sounds and pictures in their ever-expanding memory. And this is already helping to set them up for developing the skills that they're going to need to communicate. So as toddlers and young children grow, their vocabulary begins to expand as well. So when we read to them, they're processing information, they're connecting sounds to objects on the page and reinforcing any prior knowledge that they have. So toddlers will often ask for you to read the same book over and over again. And as annoying as that sometimes may be for parents, it's actually a really, really good thing and something they do because they crave predictability and they actually use that to process information more concretely. So that's a sorry to all families that you have to keep reading the same book. There's actual research behind it, so keep doing it. Um, I have probably read the book Muba La 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 by Sandra Boynton over 400 times to my son um, since he was a newborn. And now that he's about 16 months old, he's actually reciting the sounds and pointing to pictures, attempting to name the animals or make animal sounds, and he sings to the rhythm of the book. So for me, that's affirming um, that reading from birth has been instrumental in helping to develop language acquisition skills and also just expanding his vocabulary from the very beginning. Um, And then when children reach 
preschool age, which is more the age of the children that I teach, reading does not stop being important. It continues to be a tool that helps us teach children social skills, like how to handle difficult emotions or challenging feelings that come up uh, every day with them, with their friends or their families. Um, It can also help foster a passion for a certain subject for your child. Because I know, at least in my class, there's so many children learn to name dinosaurs and can recite hundreds of amazing dinosaur facts just because they were read to about that topic that they loved. So find something that resonates with your child and brings them joy. And it will also bring them a new vocabulary, language skills, and foster that deep connection to reading. That's great. So for parents, um, do you have any tips on ways that they should read to their children? Sure. Um, First off, there is no wrong way to read. If you're a parent, a grandparent, or a caregiver of any kind and you read to a child, you're, you're doing it right. You're doing them a great service. Are there ways to spice up our reading or to stretch out some concepts, to add a little more substance? Absolutely. Um, One of those would be do the voices. Um, I know it sometimes feels silly to put on a squeaky little mouse voice or to pretend to be a big hungry bear. Uh, However, children will remember what they love and what they love is hearing different tones and voices and learning that different characters have personalities and characteristics. They're also going to remember how you read the books in your silly voice when you read the book with no pictures, or maybe they'll remember how you ate strawberries together when you read the book Thunder Cake, or you were snuggling close together when you read The Napping House. Um, Those memories will stick with them forever, and they'll remember that reading was such a positive experience. So there's really nothing a good book and a snuggle can't fix when you're in early childhood. And as the children grow, um, add extra textual language. So add to your story, even if it's just one part of it. Talk about it. Was there a cat in the story? What sound does the C at the beginning of cat make? Was the cat sad? What's another word for sad? What makes you feel sad? How can we help each other when we feel sad? All of these are just little questions that you can ask when you're reading. They expand vocabulary, they reinforce learning concepts, and they touch down on important social emotional development um, skills with your child. And the more that we talk about the story with our children, the more words we are teaching them. The more words they process and retain, the bigger their vocabularies are. And then the more they're able to later understand and connect with. I would also say something that's really important is don't make reading with your child about the skill of learning to read. That sounds kind of counterintuitive as a teacher to say that, but reading to your child needs to be about spending time with them. It needs to be about connecting with them and being a safe place to get lost in a story together. So stress less about your child learning to read and put the emphasis on learning to love stories and love reading. You'll be surprised at how much your child will love reading in the future if reading was something beloved and remembered fondly from their early childhood years. Um, Another great tip is to read window and mirror books. Um, It's so important for children to not only see themselves in the stories that you read, but also to see other people and different parts and facets of our world. So show and read children's books with people that look like you and your family, and then also show people who don't look like you and your family. And with that, you're building a foundation and an exposure to diversity from a very young age. So for parents, um, what can they do to foster a love of reading and a a love of books in their children? 
Read aloud as often as you can, even when you think your kids have outgrown it or if they can already read on their own independently. Read aloud chapter books as they get older. Take turns reading as a family. Make it fun. And always remember to keep that spirit of making reading about connection. Um, I've heard stories from families that have gone long past junior kindergarten and they kind of sit in their family room and do a round robin reading of a chapter book and their older kids still absolutely love it because it's spending time together. Um, Another thing would be to let your children see you reading. I know we don't always get a lot of time for that when the children are around, but even a novel, a magazine, a newspaper, or even listening to a podcast or an audio book, let them know how much you value reading and value getting new information. Even as a grown-up, you still love to learn and grow, and that will be encouraging to them. And I think it's also really important to look back at when we were young. As adults, it can be easy to forget what we needed when we were younger, and we take a lot of our own language and reading skills for granted because right now they're second nature to us. But remember that children are just starting out on their journey, and as amazing and brilliant as all children are, they still need our help. So you can point out words and objects that match to begin to help your child to see that words on the page have actual meaning. Use real words like picture and word when pointing things out so that your child begins to notice that words and pictures are two separate things. So these are really simple, but will have a huge impact on your child. Words follow a left to right progression. Use your finger as you read to trace from left to right. Stop at a period, tap it with your finger to indicate that you stop when you see that. Use big gestures when you're reading a sentence with an exclamation point. Um, Gestures also help expand a child's vocabulary. You could say, look at that giraffe, he's so tall, and raise your hands up super high to just show what tall means. So the motivation to be independent readers can be fostered through a love of reading at an early age, and it is never too early to begin reading to your child. Well, that's wonderful. Um, Thank you so much. That concludes today's podcast. Uh, Thank you to Ms. Rice for taking the time to share more information with us about why reading to young children is so important. And thank you to everyone who listened in today. Thanks for listening to the Congressional School Podcast. Learn more by visiting congressionalschool.org.